Dude, it sounded like a good idea at the time. The weekly podcast where we fill you in on everything you already know about, but we just tell you what we think about it. My name is Caroline. And I'm Hannah. And we're so glad that you joined us today. Hi. Yep. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, almost at, well, we are in some people's spring break for people who have any um, relation to a spring break of sorts. That's true. That's true. We're uh, nearly at Easter if you celebrate that. And we are in Passover. So lots going on this week. Right. That's true. Um, we have a, a topic I'm excited to talk about today. and um, But before that, we're going to talk about some books. And I believe you, Caroline, said you specifically wanted to talk about something else. Why don't you... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to make sure <laughs> that we talked about Lil Nas X's Satan Shoes. I just um, love you hearing you say his name. I think that's... <laughs> going to be the highlight for me how am i supposed to say it no you're completely right it's exactly how i would say it. i just think like white people are gonna do our best that's <laughs> true. certain that things is, will just never sound cool like little nas x <laughs> i can't do it i know uh nay montero as i just learned Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's yeah. great. Well, he released um, 666 pairs of Satan shoes um, that <laughs> contain allegedly human blood in them. Um, and the people are in a fervor over they these. They truly are. Like, like I was at the Y tonight and um, I was just working from the lobby because I'd, I'd worked out at home this morning. And um, that is all that people were talking about around me. <laughs> It was so interesting to me. What was everyone's commentary on that? I'm curious. One, one one person said, and I felt like this was interesting, that the same company did a release of holy water shoes not that long ago where okay, each pair of sneakers hysterical. had holy water in them. Uh, again, allegedly. Um, the media didn't pick up on it because like also why would they right. um it was dasani <laughs> right yeah well that's how i feel about this like human blood like daily mail has human all in caps i don't know like there's just, i don't know i don't know I how i feel is, about it because it's, it's just a lot marketing for he's like cardi b like yes. he knows how to get you to listen to his song because i 100 or watch his video because i watched the video because of all of the conversation. I'm like, well, I gotta check this out. Well, and I didn't watch it for for the very same reason on the flip side where I'm like, this is hype and I don't care. I don't oh, want to watch it. Even, because if, I you, even if you loved it, it's like it's like when I try and tell you to listen to or watch something, you're like, mm, no. Because I'm like, <laughs> I know the premise. Like he's making, he wants people to talk because he is like, I don't know, simulating sex with the devil. And it's like, I don't know. It's not really. I mean, he it's it's a very um, it's a very interesting like coming out video. And I've read a lot about him, his perspective on it. Um, like he released like a letter to his past self where he was like, I know we we said we'd never like come out publicly. We promised to take the secret to the day we die. But you know, this is going to make it easier for other black queer people to just exist. Oh, interesting. And it, this is going to start conversations. And um, the video is all he is the only it's him in every single role. Um, and it's him like in the Garden of Eden being tempted by a snake and him like almost getting to heaven and then going down to hell and then eventually taking the place of the devil. Like it's just it's full of a lot of imagery. Oh, and there's like a lot of Greek slash Roman imagery in between. Um, 
it's very artistic and well, i really well, not only that it is very damaging to the fabric of america so i want to okay. make sure that we say that right, exactly <laughs> if, art, exactly. You, if you mean graffiti across the faces of the founding fathers then yes you're correct <laughs> exactly that's that's the commentary that we all need to leave here with today <laughs> well it was very interesting because like i didn't I have not seen one person like hyping the video other than like commenting that it is out. But let me tell you the accounts that I follow on Instagram of people that I know, I do not follow any QAnon accounts. Truly. I don't follow them, but I do follow people who do follow them. And let (laughs) me tell you, they were in an uproar about this and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. So I guess at some point in some interview, somebody asked Lil Nas X, what is your what do you feel like your target market is and he was like i think kids so that he's messing around with them when he says that okay well no he isn't because this is exactly how it all starts save the children (laughs) because he made this video to try to tempt small children into worshiping satan and believing that sex with satan is a normal thing. But and he's not simulating. <laughs> just to be clear, he's giving Satan a lap dance. I don't know. <laughs> just, telling you what I saw on Instagram. <laughs> if you want to tell your Q friends... <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't care. I saw a screenshot of a still, and that's all that I need to know. Uh, <laughs> and then that by uh, you know propagating this human blood Satan shoe, that we are all becoming Satan worshippers because the church isn't speaking out about how this is wrong and how it's probably children who are sacrificed their blood. And I'm like that. <laughs> Well, that's that's an an (laughs) ecological. Well, and then I saw a thing that was such a weird, such a weird thing. Okay, so first, a bunch of people that I follow ish came out to be like, I will never buy a Nike shoe or a Nike product ever again. Uh, Naturally, Nike came out and they were basically like, we wish to be excused from this narrative because we (laughs) this is not not ours. Like they filed a lawsuit. But then the same the same contingent of people were like, they should have spoken out harder against Lil Nas X and how this is completely inappropriate. I still won't support Nike. And I'm like, that's conservatives typically love to cancel any and everything and then decry cancel culture but nothing, i was about to say nothing no. will ever be good enough that's true but i was like this is such a weird flex they're like we're like we're canceling nike because they're involved then nike's like hey we're not involved and like we're canceling you because you didn't <laughs> we already typed it so <laughs> like you didn't slam the celebrity right but then it was like sneaker culture is becoming uh too aligned with church culture and I'm like, okay. well, there is a very good account, Preachers and Sneakers, which is very <laughs> funny. But right. it's like, I don't know. All of- yes. I mean, it's satire and it's like satirical humor. Yes, totally. It's like <laughs> The Onion or The Babylon Bee, if yes. you follow The Babylon Bee, which is a very funny onion I could never find that account. You will have to send it to me because I went and looked. Preachers and Sneakers? No, Babylon Bee. Oh, yeah. I can only ever find the site. I don't know if I follow them, but their stuff is so funny. But um, anyway, I'm like, I don't know all of this over a shoe because 
it's a marketing campaign and they won. Like whether you... Yeah, you're talking about it. So they win. And again, like we talked about with WAP last week, (laughs) they, you are giving them more airplay than they ever would have gotten before because, hey, your chance was to promote the holy water shoe and guess what you didn't do? Now you are promoting the Satan shoe. (laughs) Right. Yeah. He came out uh, and talked a little bit this week about how like he's like, it's not... And Cardi said this as well, I think. Like, it's not my job to raise your kids. Yeah. You can do that. And, like, that's what they listen to is on them. Like, you might have liked my other songs for them. That's fine. Don't play them this one if you don't want to. But um, a governor, I don't remember where she's the governor of, um, of course, like, lambasted him, a conservative governor. And he came back on Twitter. I think it was like, aren't you a governor? Why are you not busy? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you not working? (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like, I understand. I Maybe I understand, like, wanting to keep an eye on what's happening in pop, pop culture, just so you're aware for what your kids are consuming, but not to police what other people can consume. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally, like, totally. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so it's like, so what is OK? Like, because what mainstream like current celebrity outside of Candace Cameron Bure is going to put out something that you're like, Hey church, everyone needs to watch this. Like right. I just, there's a point of like personal faith or personal doctrine where you're like, I'm okay watching that or I'm not okay watching that. Or I don't care that he's selling these, which is clear, clearly, clearly a marketing ploy. Right. So I don't care. Like, I don't know. It's such a strange situation. Yeah, it is. And um, I love interesting art. I love that it provide like promotes conversation. So I was into it. Did you I feel that way a- about Old Town Road also? Oh, I love Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, actually, he's not wrong because kids really like that song. <laughs> right. There was like a video a while back of him like showing up at like an elementary school assembly to perform it. And like kids like going crazy. It's such a fun song. Um, okay, so... Now that Old Town Road is significantly stuck in my head, um, <laughs> I have been on a reading spree lately. You have been like on a frenzy. Yes. I set a goal of 40 books for the year wow. on Goodreads. And of course, I'm like anxiety ridden about it because what el- what is that if not to produce anxiety? <laughs> no, to me, there's no win setting a pleasure not goal. Not <laughs> and um, so I'm like... I've read like 16 or 17 already. So I'm wow. feeling pretty egotistical about it. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Let's just be honest. It, doesn't, it does not. That's very true. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I can't remember if I discussed all of these in the last couple of weeks. So if I did, stop me. But I've got okay. a little list here. If you're looking for um, some springtime reads, uh, the first book from Roseanne A. Brown, A Song of Race and Ruin, is a very good young adult fantasy, young adult fiction. Um, I know some people are really into that uh, genre, and I've gotten a lot of good recommendations. Um, that one is her debut novel, and she's got a cool story. And um, I think the second one will be coming out in November. This book came out last June, I think. And the second one is The Unhoneymooners. Did I talk about this? Um, no, I think you just posted it on Instagram. I don't know that we've talked about it. 
maybe that's it somewhat isn't it that i oh what i posted on instagram was someone recommended this to me and i forgot it was chris <laughs> yeah well no you forgot it was me months ago okay and then, well chris and then really you were took it out yeah you also left out chris so you were a jerk all well, along well we all are not surprised though mm-mm, mm-mm. um by author team christina and lauren who go by the pen name christina lauren clever um, yes and i did have lots of brainstorms about is that in our future and Carol- would it be Caroline, Caroline Hannah, Hannah obviously, or Hannah Caroline? No, obviously Caroline <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> because, okay, so you've also thought about yeah, it. Yeah, well, just right now because it was so obvious I didn't need to mull it over. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Sure. Um, anyway, great read. It was very quick and I felt like it dealt with a couple of heavier topics but very well in the way that it still felt like such a quick light read and i was in a very good mood and the same with beach read which i uh you read this before me right or no you're going to yeah first amy read it (laughs) yeah the the original Um, amy actually uh, yours is original right yeah amy read it exactly original amy did not read this snapchat amy read it and she liked it it's super light again super quick it's definitely more of a fluff read um and it's about writers so i like that quite a bit and i was kind of reading that one with the invisible life of Addie larue by e schwab so that's a bit more substantive um and it's about a girl who in the 1600s in France uh, just wants to get out of her small time life and basically makes a deal with the devil that she can have <laughs> like complete freedom. Yeah, she's the original uh, Montero, but she makes a deal with the devil essentially to have her freedom. And so but the other side of the deal is that no one will ever remember her. She will never be able to make any sort of impact. The second someone doesn't see her face, they forget her. Wow. Until one day in. 2014 someone does remember so it's it's, and it's told kind of from the beginning of her life and like modern day simultaneously which i've said before like quite a bit and lastly transcendent kingdom by yag yasi who her first book was home going which i think i talked about probably last year sometime or the year before yes um which was a great book this one is totally different um it's about a Ghanaian American immigrant family living in Alabama and the daughter it's told from the daughter's perspective, um, kind of as she's growing up. And then also in modern day, she's her mother is a, has a very strong Christian faith and she feels like certain events in her life. She, the daughter have mm-hmm. caused her to lose that, but she also is constantly drawn to her mother's faith and com- becomes a woman of science. And as the book is in, in the book's modern day, she is uh, getting her PhD. So wow. it's just, there's a lot going on and it's, it's definitely a more substantive read. And um, so, yeah, that's my list. If you're curious about any of those um, DM me or Caroline, and she will make sure I tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I have finished my fourth Minka Kent book in a row. Um, I know that she's hard to find on library apps. Some of you guys have told me I that. I know. It kills she, me. I'm dying to read them. She is on Kindle Unlimited, though. So let me plug that one more time. Kindle <laughs> Unlimited. Because I also found that she collaborated on books with quite a few authors. So they're in the same vein also outside of her own. Oh, that's um, cool. But the ones that I've read from her are The Stillwater Girls, which which I loved the perfect roommate, which I also loved. The end was just a little bit rushed for me. Um, the memory watcher, which was excellent. And then I texted you and Snapchat Amy to read when I was you. Yes. Um, 
which was excellent. It reminded me a little bit of the last Mrs. Parrish and Gone Girl, kind of, oh. uh, where there are twists and it's told from different, it's in parts and parts are told in different, from different characters. Um, but it was very, very good if you like, I wouldn't say even call it a thriller because it's not like scary. And I think some thrillers are kind of scary, but this yeah. one is great. Um, and then I just started last night. Uh, I was a little bit ready for a change of pace. It's called The Lost Girls of Devon by Barbara O'Neill. Uh, uh-huh. I'm only 11% into that, so I will let you know how it is, but I like it. It's the tale of a grandmother, mother, daughter, and granddaughter. So like oh. four generations of women trying to figure out the disappearance of another girl in England. Um, and I like it. it. It doesn't seem like thrillery necessarily, but it's... It's great. So um, I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, that sounds really good. I will tell you what I've been doing in place of reading is um, <clears throat> I watched last week the first three episodes of the Demi Lovato documentary. Have you oh. watched any of that? No, I haven't. I want to, but then realistically, I'm like, am I going to do that? Yeah, it was very good. I was immediately when it wasn't streaming through like an app, I was like, this is not going to happen for me. But Oh, is I, it not? It's on her YouTube channel, which I pulled oh, okay. up on, um, uh, on my Apple TV. But it is really good. They pair it with the documentary footage that she was filming in 2018 before her overdose when she was hiding that she was using again. Uh-huh. So it's really, really interesting because she like shows what she was saying in that documentary and then actually sharing what the truth was. So the first three episodes outline like the days leading up to her overdose. It is really, really heavy. Wow. Um, but it, she shares a lot. So um, if you were at all interested in that, it is something to watch. I would be interested just for to get to see what she shares. I think almost from like a point where like I would like to be educated about addiction. Yes, it was. It was great. The thing that I think was so helpful, um, I don't even know if that's the right word, but um, they interview her closest friends um, as well. And I think it's easy when you hear about somebody after the fact having overdose when you, that you're like, oh, she's only surrounded by hangers on. Like she, where are her parents? Where are her friends? But the thing was, she talks about how good she was at hiding it. And I think that's the tale for a lot of people who are deep into an addiction when they are trying not to be, you know what I mean? Um, So she was using like heroin and crack and they didn't know. Um, And so hearing that and how to be around, basically love somebody through that. It's just very, very interesting. And I think gives some more empathy for celebrities, especially child stars. Because, you know, SMG has talked about and we covered in our episodes with them about child stars and how vulnerable they are. And this highlighted that. Right. Yeah. Well, that that is good to know. Um, Transcendent Kingdom deals a lot with addiction and kind of the aftermath and... I'm just thinking I would like to educate myself about that a little bit more. Yes, absolutely. So it's it's not a light watch. Like I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit lighter. Like 
um, you know how much I love the Taylor Swift documentary. And uh-huh. I don't know if you know that I've watched Katy Perry's documentary probably four times. Uh-huh. It's another favorite. Yes, I do know. Okay, that. cool. Um, this would we not all know that I'm pretty sure you brought it up. Okay, fine. I get it. You don't <laughs> like Katy Perry. Um, but <laughs> she's, she's fine. Maya likes her now. So she's a part of our life now. Okay, perfect. Um, but this would definitely not be like a rewatch, but it's very brave. Well, good. That's, um, yeah. Very brave of her to put that out there and hopefully educate and help out a lot of people. So, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Um, Should we take a little break and then get back into our topic du jour? Yes, let's do it. All right, we're back. And um, there's a quote from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I can't stop thinking about, which I haven't watched in years now, in reference to our topic today. Um, it's like back from season one, there's a character uh, who is has like an impending mutation or something. And she's she keeps referencing a question that she has that she wants to ask. And everyone's like, what's the question? What's the question? And she finally says, the question is, what will I become like at the end of this process, like this transformation? And I keep thinking that because you and I have been separately and together thinking a lot lately, like what is at the end of this? Like, what do we look like? You know, you, we have been um, very lucky. We both have gotten our first dose of the vaccine. Um, And our state is, uh, let's see, possibly no next week, by the time this airs next week, um, all adults in our, in North Carolina will be eligible. A lot of States and a lot of counties have different rules. Um, and regulation. So if you, you know, just keep an eye out because those things are changing quickly. So it's kind of like, and, you know, I do think that I'm not saying things are all good. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, in May, things will be back to normal or anything like that. I'm, you know, but for the first time in a year, because now we're just past the year mark of when all our kids came home for what we didn't really realize was the last time. Yeah. Uh, what does it look like to be on the other end of a pandemic like this? Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, this will show up in history books as a blip and just like the Spanish influenza, uh, just like lots of other tragedies, it'll be like, and this happened in 2020. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. And it really just goes to show you kind of like in looking in studying history, all of the stories and stuff that you're not getting from just like the straight facts of something and right. all of the, um, uh, minutia is not really the word I'm looking for, but all of the, all of the ways that this is affecting everyone in all of these different ways. And then, you know, disproportionately affecting, um, communities of color and, uh, moms and there's 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 a lot of different, go ahead. Of of all this, all the statistics that will be shared and probably all of the stories, including government mismanagement. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what's happening with Andrew Cuomo, for instance. Like there's just a lot right, that will right. be covered and we'll lose like the nuances of the micro traumas that I think we yes. all sustained. Yes. And that's Nuance. that goes. Thank you. That's what I was. And that doesn't even include, like you said, the communities who have faced major traumas, but the fact that we've stayed healthy that it doesn't mean that we're coming out of this unscathed or unchanged because I think the change is the big thing that's going to be happening for everybody. Right. Right. And it's like, what do we, you know, what do we do with this? Like there's definitely some survivor's guilt for lack of a better word. For sure. 
um, because so many people have not made it this far. And I, th- I thought that and I shared that when I got my first dose of the vaccine, like there are so many people who didn't make it this far. And, you know, in our country alone, isn't it like over 600,000 now? And mm-hmm, it's like, I believe so. Um, it's just crazy to think, you know, I mean, I always in a bit of a different way, I think about that in in looking at like history story, you know, in history, you learn about mm-hmm. wars and that kind of thing. And it's like eventually the war ends. But so many people like didn't make it to the end, you know, didn't get to celebrate the victory or didn't get to see what the world looked like at the end of it. And it's weird. It feels very heavy to be to have been lucky enough to be able to see it through to the other side so far and then to be like, well, now, like, what do we do with that? Like, how do we move forward and make the world a better place? Right. And what what changes within us, even not I don't know, even not to make it better. I mean, obviously, that's the goal. I'm not saying make it worse. (laughs) I'm saying like. What changes are just going to stick with us? Because I think there are a lot. And, you know, to your point, like when our grandkids learn about this, they'll say, like, did you have it? And I mean, knock on wood, I will say no. Like, oh, did you lose your job? Knock on wood, I'll say no. Like, there are a lot of things that are like, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't directly impacted either. Because I think like the things we've been talking about recently about the strains we've both been feeling both as stay at home moms and working moms are different, but very true, you know, and very valid. Yes. Thank you. That's the word. So I don't know. There's just a lot to unpack and I'm equally dreading reopening as I am like sprinting to the finish line because it's like, yes, I'm already exhausted thinking about reentry, <laughs> like, frankly. Right. Right. And I also kind of feel like there have been so many things that I've given a pass to my kids on, you know, in the last year. And I'm like, oh, wait, are they, you know, I'm not worried um, educationally because we happened to make the decision before all this to start our kids later in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. That at this point was a lucky that I mean, pure luck, because if we hadn't, I would have been feeling like he felt, you know, Milan fell behind probably. Right, um, right. That was a lucky call. But as far as like in a regular, if the last 365 days had been totally regular, I think I would have been a lot more on on my kids about like chore charts and mm-hmm. um, like patterns of respect and, uh, you know, to, <laughs> to, to, a, to a reasonable degree, uh, right. manners, more, more so manners. And I'm like, there's just so many things I've let slide because I cannot like do one more thing. That's <laughs> so, always been about like general cleanliness. And I'm like, I don't right. know. Like I, it was just not on me to keep nagging for a year when we were all in each other's space for an entire year. And now I'm like, hmm, that would have been nice. <laughs> like I, Maybe I should have right. done that because now I have to. <laughs> right. And, you know, now I see, for instance, you say something to Maya and she kind of like, half looks at you or something and yeah, I'm like well, Maya and I have never quite hit it off the way I'd hoped well, that's, so that's true <laughs> but example. I'm just like <laughs> true any other person uh right. to Maya <laughs> and I'm just like okay shouldn't she be like decent <laughs> by now like she be like remotely much. right like can't you just say yes or no like if someone says like did you have a good day like I don't well, know you know, like can about you it. Like, though Maya and I have seen each other, but 
like for a year of so like Maya's four. So for a quarter of Maya and Anna Blair's lives, we've been telling them to keep their distance from people and to stay away. Now we're like engage them, say hi, like do stuff. Mm -hmm. So either we've been shielding them from anybody or when we have seen them again, other than like the people that we've been seeing in a pretty immediate way. Right. Some of that has to be a little bit confusing or at least like unlearned, uh, unlearned to come. You know what I mean? That's a very good point. And um, I think that we, (laughs) that it will be interesting to see how kids as a whole are (laughs) you know like how they how they kind of are socially because everyone has kind of potted off (laughs) into like little groups and whereas i think last year like we would have said like our kids could play with anyone i've noticed even in our neighborhood which is like the one of the few playgrounds we go to Mm -hmm. there are like groups of kids and they pretty much give each other space like they talk a little bit yeah there's like a real casual like Hello. But, you know, I think there's a lot that's, I mean, I'm not going to get into this really, but maybe in a future podcast, we are kind of having a feud with someone else at another playground, not at our neighborhood. (laughs) And I really can't get into it because immediately my heart rate goes up, but it's been really stressful for me. (laughs) But it's interesting too, like what people have deemed okay and not okay. And at the point that we're like, I don't know, this is just fine. And like, this feels great. And then other people are going to forever find things like wildly unacceptable. It's interesting. Uh, Like I saw a conversation on Instagram this week that was interesting of like, what do we think will stick around from this? And like, I hope that my kids aren't nervous of other people. Like I heard something on the radio that was like, I don't think that businesses are ever going to shake hands again. And I'm like, really? It's, I understand that. It's just all very, it's all sensory overload to me when I think about, redoing this (laughs) because I'm like, I know what's working for us now. I don't know how to toe the line of what some people are going to deem okay and other people are not going to deem okay, especially because it gets so political. And like, I think a lot of people's relationships with people have been mm, adapted based on their political views of all of this, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's interesting to see kids naturally kind of becoming a little bit more tribal in their connections and um, maybe adults too. Like, you know, you and I have talked somewhat about how it's harder to be like, like friend. It's, it's a different situation with friends right now because we first of all kind of had to decide a long time ago yeah who we were going to be seeing like which of you mm-hmm. friends were going to be like legit you know things have kind of ebbed and flowed as far as like which other you know people have we've deemed safe and all of that but um you basically had to make a choice and say okay who am i gonna, who's going to be my friend <laughs> right and and yeah even over the course of the year like i think what's been confusing for my kids is are we playing inside or outside? Are we staying six feet away from them? Are we like for a while I was telling the girls at the very beginning, like unless it's somebody we know very well or, you know, whatever. I was trying to like figure out a way to describe how some people we could see and some people we couldn't. Right. So now whenever we go to see somebody, they're like, do we know them very well? And I'm like, I don't like, I don't know how to define <laughs> yeah, that <walking>. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. But 
you know, when we like for a while, we weren't going into my mom's house. And then the first time we could, they were like inside. Like, it's just funny right. that they would assume like we may not, you know, it's right. Like, they're having to figure out what's normal again. And we are, too, because I think it, then if somebody's exposed, that changes like we had an exposure a couple of weeks ago. And so we had two weeks where we didn't see anybody, but they couldn't understand. No, we don't have coronavirus, even though you, I am taking you to get tested. We don't, but we have to stay away from people. And like that time, Norbeth stood out in our yard. And anytime somebody walked by our house, she was like, we've been exposed to COVID. We've been exposed to COVID. I love you too much to not tell you. And it was like complete strangers. And I was like, hey, dude, you don't have to say that. And she's like, I just don't want them to get COVID. And I'm like, we don't have it, but we have to. But some of those exposure things will continue, you know? Right. Um, And I think a piece of it that, uh, again, Snapchat Amy mentioned to (laughs) on Instagram this week um, in a comment thread was about like... um, what what do you our friend april posted saying what do you see kind of happening like with like is this going to end is this coming to an end like what do you think will masks be forever what are we will masks be forever right and amy said something i thought was really good about how that she hoped that people have learned that in certain situations it is the basic decent it's basic human decency to wear a mask right. um and she got some pushback for that which i completely disagreed with <laughs> but right. um you know, like if you are like cold and fluey, you know, because we live in a very work based, uh, capitalistic society, no one is, you're, people just rarely take days off when they need rest or can afford to wear a mask. Yeah. Like, right. You know, hopefully, hopefully funny. we're not spreading all of this around. And then, you know, anyway, what were you? Well, I was going to say it's funny because some of the pushback was like, well, why weren't you doing that before? As in like, why would you start now? And it's like, well, I don't think it was normalized before. Like I saw a thing on Instagram that was like, two years ago, your boss made you come in if you had a fever, blah, 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 blah. Now it's like you cough once and they're like, stay home for two weeks. You know, it's just funny. Like we generally, yeah, we generally walked around symptomatic of literally everything. (laughs) Now it's like, let's not risk this again. Right. Exactly. Um, and it's just so funny. Like, where would we have even people who say that? I think it's it's pure deflection because like it, no one would have worn a mask before. Like, n- where would you even yeah, buy but, one? <laughs> like, right. I, I can't picture like not walking into a store and seeing their mask display. So um, right. I don't know. Like, I hope I also hope. And it's tough because I don't feel like I've seen this during, but I hope that there's like more grace extended for people to take what they need. Like, you know, be well, like unless you're in like a specific job that this doesn't apply to. If you're unwell, stay home. Like, you know, we glorify busy and we glorify Mm -hmm. work so much that people feel like it's their duty and they're showing their loyalty and stuff by going in even when they're sick. Right. Totally. Well, and I think generally the work from home culture has proven that we can continue to be productive from home. And I hope that that stays. I mean, I I know that there are a lot of corporations who have found that their bottom line is improved by not having massive office buildings, which I know is disrupting the real estate market. I get that there are ripple effects from that. But I do hope for those who are trying to figure out astronomical 
cost of childcare, um, flexibility in, in their work life balance. I hope that those things don't immediately rubber band back to what they were because we've proven yes. for a year that in the worst case scenario, it can work. So guess what? In a better case scenario, it might right. even work better. <laughs> right, right. I mean, we've proven that it can be done with all of your kids, like yeah. either in your face or also trying to be online. So <laughs> right, right. imagine it's- if it was just you at home. Um, just before we started recording, I, I got a New York Times alert about uh, Manhattan kind of becoming, having a different, uh, look moving forward because like people like commuters wouldn't be streaming in at the same high levels um, right, because right, of right. People, uh, companies embracing remote work. So I'll be curious to see how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I feel that way. Like um, there, there are ways that I hope that we don't mask forever. Like I hope that we don't have to work out inside mask forever. That's not my favorite situation, but I've also, there are also now it's, I know there have always been good work from home, workout from home options, but I think they're only improving. Um, yeah. So I hope that we continue to be creative about that. Um, and that we're able to figure out where masking is absolutely necessary. And again, this is after we've reached herd immunity and 80% or 100% of the population is vaccinated. I do know that that takes some work because some of you fools won't get vaccinated, but uh-huh. I do hope that you don't ruin it for everybody and you get your shot and then we can I like I would not mind running into a grocery store without a mask not because masks bother me but I like to see faces too so I don't know I mainly just don't like sweating under them and now yeah. we're getting into like I was in Target this weekend just running in for <laughs> oh, yeah. something real quick and I was grossly dripping <laughs> under my mask it was gross I felt the sweat drip like to my lip it was <laughs> I'm like gagging just thinking about it and it was it was because it was like humid outside and it like was a weird temperature so like it was like it you know when your AC yeah. or heat doesn't know when to kick on and I'm like <laughs> I hate this down with masks yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> it was like, enough it was enough to make me an anti-masker <laughs> <laughs> there it is you've heard it here folks right uh, anyway I agree like I I always roll my eyes when people are like I hate wearing masks because it's really not that big of a deal but like um, and also we, like who enjoys it <laughs> like, right, like nobody's like, we're doing this right and of course i am not comparing my 15 minute target run to say a doctor or nurse who is wearing I, and a teacher who you are non-stop that is obviously a bigger struggle and um very different as well, well I, but like go ahead we went into the why this afternoon the why kids is open uh, for the first time in a few months. Um, and my girls were very excited to go and Norbeth has to wear a mask. Um, the other two don't have to, but I don't think that she had masked for a long period of time because generally I just don't take them anywhere now because I don't want to mess with the mask for them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because then I feel like i especially with Jane Ellis, Anna Blair is great about putting it on and leaving it on, but Jane Ellis messes with it or pulls it down or whatever. Um, but Norbeth had to wear one in, but it was one of the first times she'd worn it for an extended period of time with her new glasses. And like, I, oh, <laughs> it was yeah, so yeah. sad and funny because it, her glasses just kept coming off because they were competing with the rubber bands around her ears. And then like the nose bridge was meeting the fabric. So, I mean, even just walking in the parking lot, she could not keep her glasses on. And I was like, 
okay, well, we're going to get you six-year-old contacts and this is what we're doing now. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Like, okay, I, know, I know glasses and masks are a struggle too because they fog up. So I, I do understand that that is an inconvenience. Well, and she'll be going to school a little bit uh, before the end yes. of the year too. So yeah, so we're gonna have to figure we're gonna have to figure this she, out. Yeah, she needs she needs a solution. Okay, um, is she gonna be blind or is she going to be masked? We don't know. <laughs> right, I'm going with blind. Otherwise, you'll get judgment. <laughs> That's true. Good point. <laughs> um, so what would you say uh, aside from? the mask situation, what would you say you hope to retain moving forward after Um, all this? Yeah. I mean, I think for us, I felt not, I don't know the right way to put this, but I don't think that I was placing the same value on um, monotony for the kids. <laughs> like when, if we were bored or they were losing it at home or whatever, I would immediately default to let's find something fun to do out of the house. Right. Or if yeah. it was like bad weather, it would be like, okay, well, let's go play at the play place, you know, at Chick-fil-A or whatever. Yep. Yes. Um, and I like that for a year, we've just had to like figure it out. Um, and so I hope that I don't get as stuck on, okay, after the why, we're going to go here because they need to burn off energy and that I, we stay creative at home um, more. That's my hope. I would completely agree with that. Um, there was a day last winter, not obviously this past winter, last winter before COVID when you and me and our other friend killed a whole day. At least we day. went to Chick-fil-A for lunch and just stayed through till dinner and let That's the right. kids play. And it because it was a super, it was like an icy rainy day. There was yeah, absolutely was nothing. And yeah. I think we couldn't imagine at the time being home like we were yeah. like there's why would we do that that's chaos there's no way every, we're taking yeah. these kids home yeah every time okay. we were like should we go now we were like why why would we <laughs> right, right exactly we just stayed and ordered dinner and just basically ate for hours that's and right. um now i think just allowing them to be bored has allowed their relationship to get better with as friends and as siblings and um also just kind of given us all a little bit more of an idea of like, no, we're fine. We're everything's yeah. fine. Like, well, you mine, know, you will be fine if your kids are inside the house. Yeah. The last week or so, for whatever reason, my kids have been at each other's throat and I have been on edge about it. But I'm also like, if I just remove us from the situation every second, they're never going to learn conflict management. I'm yeah, never true. going to to like be able to coach them through it. And I haven't done like the best job admittedly, but I'm like, I also need to sit in this too. Like I also have to be able to be like, there's going to be discord and we don't need to go like run and find avoidance of it. So that's been a big lesson for me. That's a, that's a very good point. But Um, I was going to say the other thing that I hope stays, sorry, I'm, I'm monopolizing this. Go ahead. ahead. We have spent so much time outside and the girls and I have discovered so many cool places in very close driving distance to Charlotte. Um, we have been doing pretty frequently it. We ran into like a big slew of rain, so we hadn't been doing it as much like just finding hidden parks and hidden trails and all of these just neat things to do that were free and were outside. And I hope have really spurred a love of adventure and being outside. Um, and I certainly hope that we don't lose that because that has been such a highlight and such a joy for me over the last year. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that, too. I hope that we don't lose sight of 
how nature has saved us in this yeah, time. It has saved us. Because I'm like, I hope that when we are looking for something to do, I don't want to just pay tickets to a museum. Right. Like that would be right. great too. But I want it to be like, well, let's explore what's already here around us. Yeah. Um, there, Because there is so much, you know, in our city. And I hope if you're listening and you're not in Charlotte and in your city too, there's just so many hidden gems and obvious gems, but, you know, stuff that we just any other year wouldn't have wouldn't have looked at and um also i think for me not like i just absolutely felt like we had to be going 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 all the time Mm -hmm. um so i hope that we retain some of the like flexibility and like we don't have to leave the neighborhood (laughs) like we can stay we can hang out you know you can play outside you can read a book or do whatever it's up to you like you know i won't be I won't be uh, t- like holding your hand through it. Cause like yeah. you said, like, you know, just the boredom is a gift and I want them to understand that like boredom is your opportunity to move on. They will not because I did not when I was their age, but also yeah, I was allowed sure. to be bored quite a bit. And I think before I was way too focused on like, well, you know, if they get bored, their energy will build up. And exactly like you were saying, you know, you got I got to I got to go here and kill some more energy before bedtime or else everything's going to blow up. Right. Do you feel like at the end of this year, and I know we still have a ways to go, but at the end of like this pandemic time, do you feel better or worse as a person? And I know that's kind of like a loaded question, but like, what are you proud of yourself? That's a good, Oh, that's a good question. Um, I am proud of myself for making it. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I think, I think that, we don't give ourselves nearly enough um, credit for just making it through a pandemic. You know, I feel like, because again, like, like we say, like there's so much um, glorification of like busy and grind and like, make sure you're being productive. And, you know, Taylor Swift's out here, like releasing like three new albums (laughs) in the pandemic. Whereas like the best thing I've done is like, keep my kids happy. And it feels like, it feels like not enough. Like, but at the same time, again, like this will be a moment in history. And in the same way that we um, look back on, you know, our grandparents who possibly served in World War II or something, mm-hmm. you know, the few people who we could reference during this time who lived through the Spanish flu, um, there's just, it's going to be something to be able to speak about it. And, you know, we will all be able to speak about it one day. Um, And I don't think we're celebrating ourselves enough for just waking up, even if it's, that's the best we do that day. Like it's still something that we never saw coming and we were never prepared for, and we're still Mm -hmm. doing it. So I hope just more um, self celebration, just, I guess just like in easing up on myself and yourself, you know, anyone who is listening to this, like just don't have expectations for yourself really. Yeah. That's great. So that's, that's, I I hope that I, I think I will be, um, I think I will like myself better at the end of this. I think I've become a lot more patient. Yeah. Um, and I think that my relationship with my kids has gotten really good. Like Mm -hmm. I think, and I don't know if that's because like we've spent so much time together that I've just like done so much more like introspection and um, 
research and stuff like that about like just the best way to raise them and the best way yeah. to like be with them in their lives. So um, I am happy with who I am and where I'm at. And I, I hope that that's only going to get better. And it wouldn't probably be exactly the same if we didn't have a this whole situation. Yeah, completely. So, and I mean, all of our kids, every kid is becoming, has become so, I mean, kids are resilient anyway, but I very, I, you know, the resiliency that they are going to, I think, show throughout their lives, having started it with this. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, I think that'll be interesting to see, like how much more quickly will they be able to bounce back from, say, disappointments than like I did when I was their age and totally. canceled plans. You know, how much will that, that be too. fine? <laughs> like canceled plans. Yeah, totally. Like the ability to just adapt. Like if we're like, hey, for two weeks, we're now not going to see our friends. <laughs> They're right, like, right. Oh, OK. All right. This again. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I mean, if you can go through the what they've all gone through in the last year, you know, mm -hmm. imagine what else they can do. So I don't know. I, I also think this could be, I think it'll be cool to see what the kids do like with their lives. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's that on that. <laughs> yeah. I think we've about covered what we, what we set out to cover. So I'm, I'm pleased yeah. with us for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. Good for us. Celebration. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And thank you for listening. You also did it. Yes, you did it. We all did it. Congratulations, us, uh, especially if you get vaccinated. If not, no congratulations. <laughs> if not, we're angry with you. <laughs> right. We're in a fight and we will cancel you as a subscriber. Actually, just kidding. We want your subscription. We don't care about you. <laughs> we also want your five-star rating. So please do that as well. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, all right. Well, we will be back here. We're actually, I think, through at least the summer, maybe longer, going to be doing every other week. Um, we want to make sure that the content that we give you guys um, is meaningful and that we aren't constantly like, hey, what are we going to talk about when we don't have anything to talk about? So um, I think that we're going to back off to every other week unless there's something like another Meghan Markle interview, which we will be sure to make you disagree with us on. And um, so, yeah, we'll be back here in two weeks um, to share about our spring breaks and hopefully some other things. <laughs> hey, we'll see what the world looks like in two weeks. That's right. <laughs> All right. See you then. <laughs>